The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And here we are, Adventures from the Shed online. The previous sounds you heard was Randy putting away the chip bag. But we're getting back into our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition adventure in the Aridan Empire brought to us by the fabulous Jason. Go ahead and take it away, Jason. I will take it away. I'm going to throw it away here and we're done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Welcome back to Aridan. We are going to kick things off here. I want to jump right into it. So let's get into introductions here. Uh, Chris, if you don't mind, let's kick us off as is tradition. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the Yuan T pure blood rogue. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? You are snakes, man. Snake! Snake! Snake Plus. <laughs> Meowdy folks. Uh, this is Eli. I'll be playing Ray's uh, Tiefling Bard. And this is Joe. I am playing Rolex, the Warforged Artificer. And I'm Randy, and I play Lust, the Tabaxi Fighter. Hey, there we go. All right. We are all back here and ready to rock and roll. And Les, why don't you go ahead and give us a quick recap of what happened last game? Last time we talked to an old dude about a book and about everything that was going on in the world's history. Uh, we found out about uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb and uh, their sister Candace's uh, family line and uh, more about uh, how they were kind of running things. Um, pretty Badly, it seemed. Um, and we found out that they uh, that Phineas went to a church some days, and then he spent a lot of time in his mansion. There were underground tunnels. And then we were heading out. That's pretty much all we really did that episode was talking. All right, story so, short, we're overthrowing the government. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Yes. Uh, One that, that, was a, that was a, a wonderful uh, you know, the recap there, Les, uh, in a game that we just played about, you know, 10 minutes ago. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I should have talked like this. That uh... <laughs> was definitely the Less is More version, right? It was the Less is More version. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on brand for Les. I mean, so. I guess I could have went into way more details about how we talked about uh, Activia and I think, Activa, I mean. I think Activia, it's perfectly right? appropriate. <laughs> is it Activia a form of yogurt? It is now. Nice. It's a perfectly it appropriate recap for somebody who ended our um, last break by saying, I need to go refresh my drink. Yes. No. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you guys have just left the uh, Breaking Waves Monastery. It's probably late afternoon for you guys now as you spent several hours in there speaking with Tulsi, the elderly individual who's overlooking this for the Jurelic family, the family that Rolex and Les um, uh, were protectors or, or who have some connection to. Um, Ophidian and Ray's, you guys, again, being in there, you learned quite a bit and you kind of started connecting the dots to some of your organization's uh, means or information on what's going on. And uh, Ophidian has uh, in his possession now a map that uh, leads to potentially the underground uh, kingdom of uh, Zetleta Drow, Drow clans. Uh, with that, Rolex is kind of leading the way pushing through many people here. Well, what does that look like as you're just banging? I mean, as always, this city is packed here. In the hallways, there are kids playing. There are people in there. There are people who have like those like, um, you know, offside grills that they're making food outside on there in their uh, hallways and stuff. I hope I don't knock over anything that's on fire, but um, Rolex in uh, finding extreme interest and an immediate almost, I get. I don't know if, Rolex would believe in spiritual or not, but I'm going to say it as a spiritual connection to this book. And this book is um, Zerlik family 
information and it's a lot of handwriting and it's a lot of documentation that that kind of reflects the last bits of what each leader of the family was doing at the time that they were the leader of the family towards their end and then towards the end of the book it, it, it it's really scattered and things are bad uh, everyone's in danger the noble house is on fire and and while reading that rolex had this image of pulling somebody who was a bloody mess out of a fire uh and, and like the last of the um of Rizul's, uh entry the last in there was that he had created something that was integral to stopping what was happening and I don't I want to say so far that hasn't clicked with Rolex, but everything in there has elicited thoughts in his head that weren't there before memories, glitches, whatever it is. So he's face down in this book, just scanning page by page and hoping some more inspiration and insight comes to him. In the meantime, whatever is in front of him, he will be bumping into not necessarily like a bulldozer but at least bumping into enough that he has to continually say pardon me excuse mm -hmm. me and will occasionally blurt out a i was never here gotcha all right all right um uh is anyone, help, is, is anyone helping steer him as he first when he first turns that corner here like there's like a couple of kids and he like they he like bangs in one of them, the little girls like ah! Oh, and he's like, sorry, my apologies. Not not hard enough to like hurt her or anything like that, but yeah. like, sorry. Um, is anyone helping steer him or yeah. is I'm finding great entertainment in him <laughs> just watching the car wreck is yep. what he's doing. <laughs> Ray's is gonna try and, and steer him best okay. he can. Okay. From behind, like I'll yeah. I'll have my hands on his shoulders, just, mm -hmm. just like kind of trying to pull yeah. him one direction or the yeah. other. Yeah, after, forgetting that he can't feel. He, yeah, he'll after, be easily about, steered though. It won't take yeah. much. Yeah. After after about after again, you guys observing him like go down the first floor uh, and actually bumping into people and sorry sorry here and you see some some of the some of the uh, the uh, tenants who are living there are kind of like hey watch it you know they're they're getting a little, maybe a little bit raised you're like okay I'll I'll help this here and you <laughs> you start to steer him easy enough and you guys make your way down through the building it takes you you know fifteen twenty minutes to make your way down all the stairwells and everything else like that here Ophidian is not happy again as uh, does not like walking up and down things but uh, you guys make your way outside uh if that is where you guys want to go and clear the building and you are free to go wherever the heck you want now so what do you guys want to do i think Ophidian wants to invent the escalator Maybe or, or elevator Ray's is looking for his next prey i got the impression although this isn't rolex talking this is me i got the impression that you guys wanted to look more into the idea of the cathedral and and catching up with What's his face yeah. there? Somewhere. Well, is that or we can use the entry from the underground city into the estate. Raze was going to bring up. Uh, so we have a few avenues to explore. What does everybody want to check out first? I uh, would like to go and gather some information on my own uh, for a, a day or so reconvene somewhere once we all understand what we're doing last time you were on your own someone died i was not on my own i was with the person i was supposed to protect i'm referring to the party and yes you should have <clears throat> although to that seems with... to be the pattern in this group isn't it less for sure <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree with Ray's. I'd like to, uh, you know, do some research. But if you're referring to my family, that was a uh, uncontrollable circumstance. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you're yes. distressed by her death, Les, think of how Ray's felt when he was with her while she was alive. And then by the time he left, she was dead. Think of how he felt at that moment, right? <laughs> Very Horrible. <happy. laughs> a warm, a little tingly. Yeah. Okay, so is the group deciding to go their separate ways for a day and then reach somewhere else? Or there's your dude. There's your dude. <laughs> Beautiful. I think um yeah, I mean I at I least so. at first mention of wanting to go off alone, uh when that like when that phrase hits a Rolex's ear, he won't quite get it right. But uh especially with Ray steering him, um Rolex's head will turn backwards while he's still walking forwards. Ah, look down at Ray's and say, "Don't do that, Ray's. It's disturbing." And he looked down at Ray's and say, "Do you want company?" No, I should be fine on my own. I appreciate the offer. Okay, and he just spins his head back and goes to be reading the book. Well, yeah, that, probably... It doesn't go the, the same way. It, it spins all the way around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, even more. Ray's is like very clearly disgusted, <laughs> like oh, a little squeamish. Yeah. How about we meet up at the train station uh, tomorrow, uh, early afternoon? It seems no matter where we go, we'll have quite the trip. Indeed. Okay. All right. So Ray's and Affinity, I know are going to go off on their own ways. Either Les and Rolex, are you guys going to stick together? Or are you guys going to be breaking off and venturing off on your own as well? I can't leave this guy by himself. DM person voice in my head. I'll stick with Rolex. <laughs> um, Rolex's plan in hearing that we're going to meet at the train station is to go to the train station, sit down and read the book until people show up. I guess we could kill some time there. Because he doesn't okay, need a, to eat or sleep, technically. There, so. yeah. But less, you would have to eat and sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he would For need sure. to, at this point, um, Rolex would need your lead in order to do anything other than the focus on the book. All right. You book in one hand, tail in the other hand, and follow me. <laughs> uh, that could work, definitely, yeah. Because he'll, yeah. he'll he, easy to steer. Uh, but he does need to be steered, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So as you reach down, you grab on to Alessa's yeah. tail. Uh, you guys start heading towards the train station. It's 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 about you know half a half a day's journey on foot right now, especially since you're going to have to be going a little bit slower because Rolex is behind you, and you know you're going to have some of those moments where he's going one way and you're, you feel that pull <laughs> yep, on your tail. Yep. Oh. And you have to continue moving forward. Uh, but you guys will make it there nonetheless, and then we'll get to you guys in a second here. So we'll go to Ophidian. You already sent off your letters. They've, they've gone off here. Um, what else did you want to do, and where did you want to go during this time? Uh, I'm not sure if I can get an audience with John Pashar, but I'm not even sure if I want to do that to raise suspicions. But I'd like to try to get more of that connection or more information out of either him or somebody close to him that I think I could get without a, uh, raising too much suspicion, right? Okay, so John Bashar is, is a, clearly across the city. You're not going to be able to get to him right now unless you have some means of exp expedited yeah. travel. Um, but I'm you definitely, but, but roll me a, um, roll me a inside check and let's see uh, if you know of any contacts that you have around here that might have information that you need. Come on. Oh my God. 
I mean, the 12 is okay. 12 is okay. <clears throat> um, you know that there is a, a couple of places that might have some people that you know who who are not the most trustworthy, but they might have information. So in the city, in the part of the city that you're in, because you're not familiar with this part of the city, you don't, you don't, sl- you don't, sl- Ophidian doesn't sleep. <laughs> we do. Um, but there is Lucky's, um, there is the, um, I'm sorry, there is the uh, Goliath's Gambling House, uh, which is not too far from here. It's right on the outskirts of uh, kind of where the train station is, so it's on the way. It's not like super close to it, but it's on the way in District 15. Um, and there are some people that you knew who were employed by the Pashar family and who were also in political circles that kind of had a gambling problem that uh, lost their positions but they still definitely know some things uh that would probably with what you rolled and where you're at in the city i'd say that you'd probably assume that would probably be your best bet is to head over to the goliath gambling the goliath gambling den sounds good okay so that'll be take a little bit of time for you to get over there but ray is where are you going you're heading back to the stew and pearl or where are you heading uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to Stu and Pearl, and if two is still there, uh, I'm going to give him an update on what we've learned, because this is this is exactly what he's looking for. Okay, all like, right. Mm, this is juicy shit. Okay, all right, so we're going to start with Ray's then, then we're going to go to Ophidian, then Rolex and Les, because that's kind of the time frame it'll take for you guys to get to where the heck you guys are going. Um, so Ray's doesn't take you very long, takes you maybe... 30 minutes of walking uh, down a couple of buildings through some of the crowded s- streets and stuff. Um, uh, again, people are offering you food and things like that, beverages, drinks, ga- gambling opportunities. You would kind of ignore these, keep your head down, and you keep moving forward uh, through the city. It's very weird. The city, even though some crazy things have happened, it seems like people are kind of just going with the norm now. They're no longer talking about it like they were earlier uh, that day or even yesterday when things went kind of south it looks like some of the people here are just kind of like yep no that's kind of typical of uh of Aridin. let's just mondays am i right yeah let's just let's just get back on with our lives uh there's nothing we can do uh and that that right there also fills you with kind of that sense of i this is why i'm doing some of the things that i'm doing because this is not right this is not normal what, what's happening here the response in the city uh but the people have been kind of beaten down into that kind of state but you make it into the student pearl again it's, it's relatively quiet in there um you see again uh, plenty of familiar uh guard faces inside of there as far as that they give you like you know friendly little nods and things uh one of them is by the by the door um, and he, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of like falling asleep. He's just kind of like standing there nodding off a little bit here. What do you want to do, Ray's? Um, well, first things first, I'll need to make sure that two is actually here. Uh, is there any, are there any signs that they're here? Like when I arrive, does it, it are there, are the people moving around, uh, in and out of the back room? No, there's no one moving in out of the back room right now. So as you come in, it doesn't seem to be a lot of movement okay. going on right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Go up to the barkeep, ask him, hey, is, uh, is my buddy here today? He goes, he goes, your buddy, uh, well, uh, he is currently, uh, well, indisposed at the moment. He's taking care of some business with um, others. Mm, all right. Well, if you wouldn't mind uh, passing him a note, uh, sure. let him know I was here. Um, take, a, take a journal, write down. Uh, all the information that I have in uh, as as best the code I got, <laughs> uh, I'll tear it out, pass it off to him. 
Okay. He yeah, wrote so it as in, you tear it off. He wrote it yeah, in pig Latin. Yeah. You tear it, you tear it off and you pass it to him. There and he goes, he goes, of course, we'll make sure that this uh, is received properly here. And he kind of just tucks it into his pocket. Is there anything else we can get for you, Tab? Room and drink. Yeah, sure. Now, so as, as he goes, of course, uh, as he goes, uh, what, uh, what type of sweet? Do you want a sweet with a view or one without? The way things have been going, I'll take one with a view. Very good. Uh, he slides you a key, and again, it's a secured room that you would have the key to, the back room uh, that you already kind of know of here and stuff. Uh, so he just kind of, he hands that to you, and he goes, there you are. Uh, you sit down, you have a couple of drinks, and you're just kind of trying to go over everything. And as you are, uh, the door opens to the back where the second is. And you see what appears to be three or four um, individuals coming out. They're, they're cloaked. They, they, they have... Um, uh, you can see that they're wearing underneath their their heavy cloaks and stuff like that. They're wearing a symbol of 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 uh, the fifth form on there, so you know that that's who they are. But as they pop out, make me just an investigation check on them, real quick, please. Investigation. Yeah, that. Oh, I'm actually okay at that. Let's go. All right. That's oh yes, you are. Twenty plus five. Ooh. Yeah. So you see them come out and on their faces, you, you can see they're like, some of them are wiping things off. You see there's some slight blood splatter and staining on them and on their actual hands, their gauntlets and stuff. You can see that there is uh, um, what appears to be like red, faded red on there. And as they come out, one of them opens up his jacket a little bit and, you know, just kind of like, you know, get through the door. And you can see there is a, a uh, winter's Winter, Winter's Peak Guard blade attached to his hip, and he just kind of covers it up really quickly as they make their way out. And as they make their way out, you hear um, from inside with, with a 20, you hear, good work at the docks. Make sure that, again, you have a, a well-deserved break. And they start to, the door closes, and the three of them walk out. They have what appears to be, you know, one of them has a, a hefty sack of coin, and he's like pocketing it. He goes, "All right, where are we going, guys? Oh man, let's go get some. Let's go get some food. Let's no, no, no. Let's go get some. Let's go get some women, some company. Let's go get both." And the three of them are starting to make their way through the bar. It's uh, through the uh, stew and pearl itself. Do I recognize any of the voices? Um, you don't have any direct knowledge of who these people are, but one of the voices you do recognize, he is a he is a fellow agent he is right around your rank um you've never actually physically met him because again your organization typically agents don't meet with each other to a high level unless they're collaborating on a bigger type of a job mm -hmm. um but you definitely would know of some of them uh this this one's uh uh um code name you only know his code name too his code name is uh um bishop that's all you know of him bishop Mm -hmm. Interesting. You need to start. You need to start arranging some secret agent knitting circles so you get to know each other. There you go. Right. I'll start a book club. There you go. It's funny that his name's Bishop when he's still a pawn. Ooh, I like it. Well, welcome I back, like Randy. That, one. that was <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna look at the bartender. Kind of like nod my head towards the back door, raise an eyebrow. He goes, he gives a little nod to the guard, and the guard who's like who was like nodding off is was woken up by the door opening again. He's like, mm. and he goes, um, is uh is the keeper in? And he goes, 
one second he, he you see him like turn towards the door and he like opens a small little slat and he looks inside and then he closes the slat there and he goes uh no he's uh doesn't he's not in at the moment all right then i'll turn in for the night okay. how much for the meal for you for you tower be uh, just two gold pleasure doing business with you all right, so yeah, you so you make your way to the back safe room here. As you make your way to the back, the person who's leaning against that hidden wall just kind of sees you coming. You flash your key to him. He kind of bangs on the wall and it opens up, and you make your way inside to the safe room. All right, Ophidian, uh, you uh, by the time you get g- going through the streets here, your messages were sent out. Uh, the first one that comes back would be Annette, uh, as again your your overlords are a ways away. So they take a little bit longer of a time, but uh, that's just kind of where they're at in the actual city here. But in that, she was relatively close. So you get a response from her relatively quickly. What did you tell her exactly in the message? Um, I can't remember what I told her before. I think I've been pretty much up front with her though. About yeah, you have been pretty up front. I've, I've mentioned part, because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to burn just everything down. Um, I even mentioned the the section about there might be connection with Phineas uh, and his family history. I even mentioned about uh, John Plashar having maybe some possible connection to the uh, Zetlet of Drug Clan as well. Uh, yeah, I pretty much unload everything. Okay. Right? All I'm, right. So I'm, can I yeah, just interject for a moment? Just for my yeah. own clarification, continuity, Annette is the newspaper lady? The newspaper lady. Yes. Okay, yes. got it. His co- his contact uh, with the newspaper. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to make sure, as far as what you were sending off to her. Um, okay. With that, you get a real response back, and she says, "She goes. I don't know how you got all this information, but this is a huge coup. Lord Phineas is going to be exclusively at the power plant here to unveil a new type of." generator that he has been working on to repair the damage here in a grand grandiose performance in the next two days ophidian if you can get me documentation well, it would be as shukati that's how oh, that's right. i'm sorry i will again it's your name i apologize yeah, no. uh, um yeah um she only knows you by your alias um yeah. she goes if you can get me and she again she she met she references that she gave you like that um that camera type of uh, yep. of thing yep. if you can if you can get me a photo of this creature I will run it on every single front page that we have for the Aridin Gazette. All right. Sounds pretty good. Okay. So with that, that's what you get from her. Uh, she is definitely very interested. You get from, even though it's like a recorded message, you get that sense she is very interested in this and she is going to run whatever you send to her. So whatever you get in terms of uh, success will be on the front page of the Aridin Gazette. Um, you make your way down to the Goliath uh, gambling house. This is actually underground. So in the actual big power blocks of, of housing and stuff, you make your way, uh, you can see, as you make your way through the district, through the district towards District 15, you get the smell of the actual uh, river that's running through to the actual um, Dresden <laughs> Harbor and things. It starts to get a little bit fishy smelling on there with a little bit of char because, again, part of the city just burnt down and part of the docks just burnt down. Um, so it's not the most pleasant smell, but you make your way into a massive building and inside you head downstairs down about four flights. Um, and again, you're just so pissed off that you have to go down yep. four flights of stairs to get to this place. But outside there is a large um, 
orcish looking individual standing outside of a, a two big double doors. Um, uh, with your contacts, um, you, you already kind of know how to get in. So as you make your way up, he already kind of opens the door for you as you give him kind of a little password. And inside you can see there is a dimly lit gambling house there is a place for like pit fighting in the back you can see there's a there's a there's a crowd of people back there already there's looks to be um some fighters getting ready to get inside there there's several tables that are dimly lit over there it looks like um they have some magical casters in there that are just casting dancing lights above them so it's very very like dimly lit over them as they're playing in different kind of card and dice games there's a bar at the very end uh make me a uh, investigation check see if you can find uh who you're looking for all right, investigation. This is what I have a negative in, so I'll probably roll really good, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, of course. All right, all right. So looking around, and, and again, you, you're blending in right now. Are you? Which persona are you putting off right now? Is it Shukate still, or are you putting off someone? Yeah, no, this would be the Ophidian persona. The Ophidian, okay, the Ophidian persona. All right, so with that, you're looking around. Uh, you see there's a few people that you know. There is a uh a, um a tabaxi that is again over in the corner he looks a little bit older he's wearing like a a a really kind of run down top hat and he has what appears to be like small monocles on and he's by um a dice rolling game you see that there is a wow, name's more yeah <laughs> you see you see no 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 the name the name of this person here that ophidian would know uh this person was mr buttons mr buttons <laughs> the tabaxi and uh, Mr. Buttons was working um, as terms of a financial advisor to Jandal Pashar for some for several years, but was let go because uh, he had some, uh, let's just say, some uh, um, questionable investment choices for him. Um, well, okay. So if these people were Pashar family members, then I would be down here as uh, yeah, Razor that, for Damon Beck. Yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's that's why I asked because you were looking for yeah. somebody who knew yeah, information sorry. on the Pashar. Totally forget. Yep. No, you're good. You're good. That's what happens when you have so many personalities. I know. It kind of gets confusing. Um, <laughs> you do see that there is. Um, so you, there's Mr. Buttons. You also see that there is a woman. She is over. Uh, she is dancing on uh, one of the tables uh, that's off in the back here. It looks like they have kind of like that nightclub style. Uh, vibe in there where you know some of the uh, um, uh, people go to you know get their rocks off so to speak um you see julie she is um uh dancing around on there she was a private escort for jean d'alpachar before he met his wife and uh so it was several 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 years ago but she is now here dancing around because she is no longer invited anywhere with this particular family and he, he kind of ruined her reputation a bit because um he didn't want to be associated with her once he met a upstanding woman. Um, but with a 17, I would say those would probably be your two top choices. There is uh, Richter. He is a Goliath. He's um, he is uh, uh, one of the proprietors of this club. Uh, he worked security for Jean Pichard, but you're not sure how much he knows because he was very much a meathead kind of security guy. He might know more about Garthok as far as who the who's running security right now but those would be the three people in this cd underground gambling house that you would know all right i'll go talk to uh mr buttons first 
Okay. All right. So yeah. So you make your way over, and he's, he's sitting at a a law a long table, and they have like uh, carved into the table. It's not even like nicely like painted on like numbers and things, but they've carved in like numbers on there, and you can see them throwing dice down, and and, and these little like gold pieces and silver pieces and copper pieces being matched and put on there, and people going on there, and you see Mister Buttons. He's just sitting there with his paws, and he goes, "Oh God, again? Ah, just ah, all right, fine. Let's see what I have here." As he looks up at you, he goes. He like pulls his spectacles up a little bit. Goes, <clears throat> Ray, is that is that you? How much does he owe? Uh, look, looking at the at, with a seventeen, as far as your investigation check goes, like surveying the room, he's probably down about a hundred coin right now, hundred gold. Oof. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. He's not he's not looking too good right now. <laughs> Not sure if I could uh, leave his pain too much. Mm, it's up to you. He go, he's looking at you. Goes. He goes. He goes. Is that is that you? I, damn glasses here. I just uh, got time for a chat. Oh well. I mean, and as you're saying this here, like the the person who's like overseeing the table. It's a it's a large um, uh, looking dwarf. I mean, this dwarf looks probably about five feet for a dwarf and he's very very thick and very very broad and he looks he goes he's looking he goes all right buttons that's gonna be a uh, hundred gold for you here he's, he's waiting for for mr buttons to put more coin on the table he goes um i'm sorry i have um one more one more can i get some uh, uh, let me borrow some credit here uh some just just a little bit and i you know I, i'm feeling lucky on this role uh look my, my good friend here is, is is here to help me with this um he points over to you ophidian what do you want to do um hmm. i'll see if i can persuade uh the dwarf to kind of let him let him slide on this one okay how, how do you want to do that what do you want to say to the dwarf uh, <laughs> he looks and he looks he looks over at you goes are you are you putting up credit for this this one here double or nothing sure. my friend les will cover it <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. how i will <laughs> he looks at you and he goes he looks at you and he kind of gives you a little bit of a nod and, he, and uh, uh, he's he's waiting for you to show him some coin uh, that you that you know it'll be covered. Do you flash him any coin? Or yeah, no? I will. I'll flash okay. Him some okay. Coin. So so yeah. So I mean, you've been around these kind of places here. You know how some of these things work. So you kind of just like open up your 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 jacket just a little bit and you can see like there's a pouch right? it goes it goes all right buttons and he pulls out some some more coin. He puts it on. He goes oh, thank you thank you. All right, a uh, hundred gold on uh, uh, what do you think? What do you think, Razor? What's what's your lucky number? what kind of game is this um so this is a form of roulette for you uh again it's it's simply um there are several things it's it's one through 20 as far as numbers go you okay. can bet on a single number or you can bet on evens odds uh uh um uh evens or odds in order to again earn coin so he's looking to you and going oh, okay where to which where, where, where to go what do you think i always bet on odds Odds. All right. Odds. Odds. Uh, yes, I want a hundred gold on the odds, please. Um, and as he grab, as he, they put a hundred gold, you see, there's a few other people around the table start putting their coins down and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, he slides the dice over. He goes, "All right, um, uh, you blow on these for me, please." He pulled, he pulls his his paw up to you. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'll give you the honors. You roll me a d twenty. This is gonna be fun. When Chris said that, all I could hear was Han Solo saying, never tell me the odds. 
Oh. It's a dice game. You should well, have if, if, if it was red and black, I would have said always oh, been on black. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Passenger 57. But... All right. Yeah. So a six with a six, he, he, he goes, uh, that's an even six. And he pulls and, and you see Mr. Buttons go, oh, God. Oh. Oh. And um, the, uh, the the dwarf behind the table goes, he looks at both of you. All right. Hey, uh, unless you're willing to, again, put more, put more credit down. I think it's probably time to leave, Mr. Buttons. And Mr. Buzz goes, well, uh, 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 um, yes, it's it's time for us to go. Uh, it's time for us to go here. Uh, we're just going to head to the bathroom real quick. Don't worry, I'm still going to pay. He looks at you, Razor, and the dwarf is like, he's giving you like this. He's very, very suspicious of what's happening here. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to, let's see here. I don't know how this might work out. I'm going <laughs> to have to try to Jedi mind trick this dude, I guess. How would you like uh, to Jedi mind trick him? I'm going to use suggestion on the Sorry, what game are we like, playing? You know, <laughs> okay. Suggestion. Do I get I like. flash Basically, grenades, like, hey, you, can, you can kind of let it slide. You know, we're not going to. Okay. What save is that? It's a, I guess I'll put it up here. <laughs> is it pretty much? Okay. Uh, DC 15 wisdom save. DC 15. Now he doesn't have a good wisdom because he's not super smart. So let's just see how he does. Oh, that's a two in total. So what do you tell him? Because he'll take whatever suggestion you give him right now. Uh, I guess, yeah, I want to say uh, Mr. Buttons is paid up. He's good. He looks and he goes, paid up. Oh. Oh, 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 all right. Uh, man, I must have. He looks. He pulls like a little ledger. And he goes, "I must have added the thing wrong." It's just uh, all right. And Mr. Button goes, "Yes, yes, I have paid." And he gets up and he goes, um, "Come, let's go, Razor. Let's head to the bar." And he, they start to walk away as he starts to again, you know, scratch his head. And he goes, "This is. Uh, I swear, he did. He. I guess he did." There's a lot of coin on the table, though. I'm not sure. Um, all right. What would you like to do? Must have uh, forgot I to carry Mr. the R. Buttons. Yeah. I multiplied by pi. Um, I want to ask him if he remembers anything about uh, when he worked for the Pashars. And I kind of, yeah, I'll make sure nobody's over listening in or want to okay. make sure even my mouth is hidden a little bit for uh, anybody to get read Yeah, you, you, you cover your face a little bit here. Yeah. It goes over the bar. Uh, and I assume he's got good hearing, so I could kind of keep it pretty yeah, low. Yeah. Um, what's the rumor about Pashar's being tied to the Zip of the Drought fans? What do you know he, about that? He looks at you and he goes, oh, well, Razor, I mean, such a long time ago. And uh, it's it's been very difficult for me, as you can see here. I mean, maybe you uh, have some, I don't know, something to help uh, my memory? How about I just saved you uh, 200 gold already? Well, I mean that's nice, but I mean I I, I still need to eat, uh, you know things. Uh, Raisa, it's been it's been tough out here. You want me to buy you a meal? <sighs> how, how about you just give Double me give, just give me give me five gold, five gold pieces. That'll that'll get me back in uh, in good here. What do you what do you say? Come on, Raisa. All right, five gold it is. All right, thank 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 you. You sure you can't make it six or seven gold pieces? No, I think five was the. the All right, five. What was yeah, mentioned? So you slide some coin over to him, and he goes. He he uh, he puts the pot, he pockets and he goes. All right, so um, 
What do, why, why are you interested in the Zetleta drow clans and genre? You want to pay me five gold to give an answer to that? I'm curious now. Maybe I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so with that, he goes, all right, fine, fine, fine. You've, you've, you've earned my, 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 tr my, uh, my trust here. So um, many, many years ago, uh, I was doing some research into, well, Jean Dahl's amass wealth, his fortune and things, and how he was paying for some of the things to uh, um, basically uh, re-sow the farms and the crops and all these, these things here. And a lot of his money was very old, very old money if you follow it back far enough. Uh, this goes back to the time of the Delathon family of, uh, of, of different um, uh, controlling groups that were long before uh, that dealt with these Zetic clans themselves. And a lot of it came from a specific type of coin that was only minted in the actual undercities of the Zetleta drow clans. The only way to get these things as well was direct trade, which the Pashas did not have. So my assumption was that it's family money. It has to be something like that. This is definitely interesting. Do you have any of that documentation, perhaps? Um, it's, it's, it'll be at my abode. Um, if, I think I have some of it there if you want to, to head over and I can, I can get it to you. Uh, that's, yeah, we can do that later. Oh, all right, all right. Um, but yes, I mean, if you follow the money enough, and this is this is why I think that I was let go, not because of how I gambled away thirty thousand coin, but it was because of me bringing this up to Jean Dahl, and he was not very happy that I was going that far back into his money. I think you're probably right. Maybe I could help you out later, though. Oh, yes, please. Get, get back into the good graces of uh, society. Oh, that's that, the Star family, but somewhere. Oh, that, that, that would be fantastic here. I yeah. uh, would not have to come in here and uh, gamble with these unseedy types. I have a couple more people I need to talk to in here, but we'll go to your place later. All right, I'll, I'll be over. I'll, I'll be over at the tables here, and he starts to head over towards the. the I wouldn't go to the back to that table. I can't. No, 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 no. I can't, no, no, I can't no, convince I, that dwarf in too many more times. I, I'm, I'm feeling quite lucky right now. He's going over towards mostly like some sort of card tables instead. Jason, I thought you were going to say when Buttons was saying how far away he lived. I thought you were going to measure the distance in gold. It's like I only live <laughs> about seven gold from here. Ophidian's <laughs> uh, helped not enough, right? Nice. This okay, so before you go talk to the next people here, let's go to let's go to Rolex and let's go to Lush. You guys make your way. You guys at this point in time would have made your way over to the train station. Busy as always. Um, there are tons of people here and less it's, it's, it's really difficult to navigate Rolex without him bumping into people because of how many people there actually are now. It is like shoulder to shoulder, uh, you know, uh, uh okay, buddy, it's time out time for the book. Either tuck it away or put it in my bag because, uh, there's too many people here. You don't want to lose it. I could just sit down. Um, did you want to see the trains or did you just want to sit at a random bench? Uh, we are to meet Ray's here tomorrow afternoon, morning, I, I know, whenever he I'm, said. I'm well aware, but uh, I just wonder if you wanted to occupy our time by, you know, sightseeing. Maybe, did you say something about some stuck pages uh, on the book? Ew. <laughs> no, it, what, what no, Jason was that, describing kind of was book. when it opened, it was like it hadn't been opened in a long time. Like a Okay, I just wasn't sure if over time, like some pages got kind of like... I don't know if you've ever had a book that got moisture on the corners or anything. Ew. Uh, 
Nothing not, the kind, not the kind of books that you're reading and talking about. <laughs> also gross. Uh, but uh, let me show you the centerfold of the Zurlich family diary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, all, all of all of the Zurlich family are, are illustrated inside the book, but they're all tasteful nudes. Okay, but nice. I had a good theory about using you know steam from something to make the pages you know loose so we could read them. Um, really. Uh, what I would be trying to get across here, Randy, is Rolex is not interested in closing the book whatsoever. He would need some really good incentive. So, uh, yeah, but the response would be, if you're worried about me walking into people, I can just sit. Um, well, it's heavy traffic area. We don't want to sit right here. Um, let's find a clear area. Uh, come over here. And I'll just guide him to some place near some buildings that are away from tr- most of the traffic. Okay. If you put the book down, we can go get ice cream. <laughs> Damn, that would be something. <laughs> Although I don't necessarily care about ice cream. Who knows? Can you find find anything of use uh, in there or anything fascinating? I'll check with the GM. Yep. So um, make me a, an investigation check or an insight check, whichever one you prefer. All right. Definitely investigation for me. Let's go there and get a 16. A 16, okay. With a 16, um, what are you wanting to find in there next? What what Rolex is most interested in is um, scanning the book really just – I don't even know if he's absorbing anything yet. He's hoping that something triggers another one of these flashbacks or memory as he's thinking about them right now, glitches, something, some oddity, because this is all new. Maybe this is part of what life is. Maybe if I can inspire this, right? Okay. All right. Yeah, you hear a barking dog uh, just go <laughs> off. Uh, it's, it startles you as the train flies by. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. uh, uh, that's, that's what. Tri- Last, did you bark? <laughs> no um i i meow uh, all right so okay. as you're going through and you're you're reading through some of the um the journal some of the earlier stuff it, it it's it sounds familiar but it's not sparking those memories it's not sparking those glitches i think but, that was dog yeah as <laughs> as you as you uh turn one of the pages you see that there is a diagram from rigel and it is the diagram of what appears to be an arm piece a actual like full-on mechanical arm with uh the details of how it works how the arcane properties make it move how it connects to everything else and you look down and as you look down at your own arm you kind of go to that flashback and you see your arm way back in the day and you can see rigel he's standing there in front of you with two other individuals uh, they're they're all looking very very pleased and your hand is opening up and closing and, and you see him, you hear him going my god look at this it is working it's working perfectly he looks and he goes look over here reach and grab this here please and he puts his hand out and there's like an apple inside of it he you just grab it and you turn it and he goes that is fantastic this is a great thing and then you just the apple gets crushed really quick Oops. and he's like and he goes and then the woman next to him goes i think we still have some work to do on him yes but my God, this will be an absolutely fantastic creation. And then you kind of flash back to yourself here as, again, you're you're looking at your arm here. Your arm is definitely weathered. It's definitely older now. Yeah. But you definitely recognize that he's writing about you. And you're, you're in this passage, this section that's talking about him building his uh, masterpiece in terms of construct. So I would think that's probably starting to click with Rolex that – it might be him 
and he's just going to start scanning pages for a keyword search, you know, masterpiece. Um, what was it? The, the, the new member of the family that was created and just mm -hmm. doing this kind of, yeah, yeah, keyword search, looking for phrases, um, yeah. not reading, but just searching, like yeah. Yeah. aggressively. Yeah, I I would say over the next uh, again, unless there's anything that you're doing with him less, because again, Rolex decides he he like he goes over to a bench and he goes to sit down, but he misses the bench. He just sits on the floor yeah. next to the bench as he's reading. Um, you see, there's a few people who are next to him that kind of get like move out of the way as this this large mechanical butt just comes down and sits <laughs> down on the ground and is sitting there. Um, uh, he's reading through it, and again, Rolex, yeah, you you get there's about another three or four passages that cover the inception of your creation on it Very and cool. you are you see again you, you have these flashbacks to seeing your actual body being built you actually have one flashback where you have your chest piece that is fully open and you can see two of them standing over you like tinkering with the internal mechanisms of it um um uh, less is there anything that you're wanting to do while he's doing this uh he just asked them if there was anything fascinating and uh he immediately got quiet again and started reading the book. And was like, well, the uh, fascinating okay. things, I would have no problem pointing them out to less, whether they make the same sense to him or not, because it's triggering images in my mind, as it were, and mm -hmm. whether less would have the same interest or not, I'd still point it out because mm -hmm. I'm extremely caught up in the moment. Um, and let's attach a I, movie screen to your forehead. Yeah, right, there you, you go. What's going on. I don't know. <laughs> Les might just need to go to the Wolfgang Puck sandwich kiosk and get something to eat. I'm not sure. I'm going to go grab some food and drinks. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Do so we'll go anywhere. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. So Rolex, as you are going through and, and, you know, furiously going through these things here, you're, you're getting pieces of your inception and then you're getting into pieces as you get past that point where he was talking about how he was building this masterful creation, you get into some of the, like, right as you were built, it seemed like crap hit the fan. It seemed like everything started to fall apart. Um, uh, there is a passage in particular that you kind of get sucked into, which goes over, uh, going underground for the first time uh, to meet these these drow leaders to again try to again create a peace between them, and you see yourself walking down with a caravan of people through this dark this dark uh, tunnel, uh, heading deeper and deeper. And again, even though the tunnel is dark, you can see perfectly fine. But even with your your dark vision and stuff like that, you can still see. It's not dark in there. It's it's warmly lit with different glowing crystals and things, and you see a clear path of entry into it as far as where you can go through and how you guys got down there. As you're going through this memory, Les, what kind of food are you going to get here? Where are you Where are you going to get this stuff? Um, how I I don't know where it's located in the map, but uh, you should be looking for some like fresh fish or uh... okay. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people who are always hucking wares. And again, in this terminal here, there is actual buildings that are serving food that you can go to that will cost a little bit more coin. And then you have a few street vendors who are out there with like little carts and stuff that have, you know, fish. They have rice bowls. They have different things. I mean, Les, the, doesn't, the vendors. Les doesn't really need a fancy feast, does he? No, he doesn't okay. need a fancy feast. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, Maybe. he likes to meow mix it up a little bit from time <laughs> to time, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, then let's go ahead and um, make me a uh, make me a uh, insider investigation check to see if you can get some food. Let's see. Not intimidation. Um, 
13. 13. Okay. With a 13, yeah, you go up to a place that you think that is relatively clean in terms of uh, uh, sanitation standards and things like that. And they have some pretty good looking fish there. As you go there and as you start again uh, interacting, uh, the the young person behind the uh, grill goes, all right, that'll be uh, five gold for um, for fish for you. If, uh, if you just want one, if you want more, it'll be a little bit more. Do you have a catch of the day? Um, yes, yes, it's uh, this. He looks down at what's on the actual thing. You can tell they don't have a very large stock at this one here, but it does it definitely smells probably the best out of the ones that you've... Uh... Mm, that smells amazing. What is it? It's a fish. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. I'm just asking for, you know, breed? Um, looks, uh, it's it's the ones, and you can see there's like a, there's like a canal that leads to the river next to you. He goes, uh, it's the ones that came out of there. Um uh i'm not sure exactly what it's called i just cook it um smells amazing how much uh five gold still five okay um i'll take two and do you have any drinks here um he looks down he grabs like a a, a bucket that has some water he put, puts a cup in he like puts his cup in it and goes uh this uh one silver for some water for you i'm okay thank you though here's oh, okay. a Here's actually six gold, and uh, good luck with your stand, and probably learn what the products' names are before you sell them. It might help you out. <laughs> All right. As you bite into um, uh, some delicious fish and everything else, um, uh, you see Bolux. He's 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 still over by himself by the uh, by the bench where you left him. He hasn't moved. He's not going mm -hmm. to move unless someone physically tries to move him there. Yep. Um, Did Doggo curl up in his lap? Yeah, dog, dog. Yeah, dog is he's, he's sitting there, and, and dog is also kind of keeping watch of people as well, uh, <laughs> since Rolex is doing his thing. Um, uh, is there anything that two of you wanted to do up until again? I mean, you found food. It's, it's definitely busy in there right now. I get to see what the word is around this area. Just yeah. uh, listen to people's conversations. Just uh, unless okay. Les brings something up, Rolex is just single-minded at this point. Just okay, yeah, focus. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you're 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 getting like longer, prolonged, sustained flashbacks. Like this one here that you're going down, you're going down to this tunnel here, and you can see Rigel. He's in front of you. He looks nervous. He looks uh, not as composed as he usually does, and he's talking with uh, a young woman uh, who is standing next to him, and she's going, "It'll be all right, dog. It'll be all right. Things will be very, very. Um, I, I, I'm hopeful that things will be very, very." Um, uh, solid uh, in terms of our communication with these with these people and he goes I just I'm not sure I'm not sure and he's he's going down there less as you're looking around make me a perception check okay perception <clears throat> I got a five okay Background. with a five yeah with a five don't see, don't catch too many things unfortunately <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, um, I'll go to the other side of the train station and just kind of listen around too while <laughs> finishing up the fish. All right, make me another a uh, make me another perception check then, because he's got nothing else to do while they're killing time. How's a twenty sound altogether? Twenty sounds really good. Uh, with a twenty, um, it's just it's normal bustliness at the at the train station here, but. You do see there are uh, three individuals that are making their way to the train station. Um, they are wearing long, they're wearing cloaks and stuff. Um, and then they're, they've been talking very loudly about 
man, that was a crazy job at the docks. I know, man, it was great. Absolutely insane here. Um, I can't believe that, uh, you know, uh, that many people die, all this kind of stuff there. You see, there's, you hear three of them as they're making the way and they're waiting for what looks like the next train to come in. Hmm. Does, uh, does it say around what uh, that train is they're about to get on towards? A few minutes. You, you can hear it coming off in the distance. Okay. Yeah, and they're talking like, yeah, no, let's get out of here. Let's get out, let's get over to the to the to the good district. Yeah, let's get out. Let's go. Let's go find some high class, some high cut last broads. Yeah, they're kind of like you know super pumped about it. They got some coin to spend and things. Um, that, they would be the most interesting people that you would have heard. Hmm. So I have the feeling that they were working with the Wintermere. That's my first thought for the guard, since that's the way they're acting. Potentially. Um, I guess I'll kind of stick by for a little bit. Just listen, see if there's anything else more relevant that comes up. Okay. Uh, so at, with the, with the twenty, as you were as you're watching them, you do definitely get the glean of the handle of a Winter's uh, Mirror Guard. They're not dressed like Winter's Mirror Guard by any stretch of the imagination. They are definitely not. But you see the yeah. the pommel of one of them as they're, as they're being like jostled around by some of the people who are moving in and out here. Um, you can hear them talking. God, I'm so sick of this place. As far as Ugh, people need to there's too many people here yeah let's 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 bring for first class yeah let's bring for first class let's not i'm not sitting in the back this time um you can hear them talking over these things here but you definitely get see that that, that the pommel the handle that weapon hmm. now randy we'll were you asking is there something like a a departure board or something that says where the train is headed is that what you're yeah that's wondering? that's what i was curious about if, yeah uh, so so this this is on a single line here this goes uh up uh, this comes through here and then it heads uh down through um the uh, around around hands up and around the coliseum and then back down into uh winter's peak district and then uh, also into district um 13. um uh once it goes past district 13 it goes around kind of the guild hall area and then it makes its way into district eight and nine towards the uh von hayden's fairgrounds i'll just uh tail them a little bit they're not just standing there waiting you said they're cutting through all the way through that no, they're, they're, they're waiting yeah they, they've made their way up to like where the where the boarding platforms are and they're just kind of sitting there talking about um okay. you know what they're going to spend their coin on and things like that okay since so they're not going anywhere um i still don't see any use for these people at this time so uh i'm just gonna like i said take note of that and uh well, I guess I'll start making my way back towards Rolex. Okay, all right. We'll head back then to Ray's. Ray's, what are you doing? I mean, again, are you just turning in for the night? You're nothing else you want to do? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm just turning in for the night. I'm okay. interested in what the heck was going on with those guys that left, but that's not my place. If I needed to know, I would have been brought into that operation. So okay. I'm just gonna get some rest. All right. All right. So we'll go for the sake of experience here. Uh, Ophidian, uh, back inside, who are you wanting to talk to next? It's getting later in the evening. Um, what would you like to do? I would go for a uh, dancer, Julie. And then okay. The next guy. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, what are you trying to get from the two of them here? I'm just trying to see if they have any more information related to the same question. I, you know, I asked about the connection with the Zelda Drow clan and uh, the Pashars. Make me a persuasion check or whatever kind of check you want to see if you can get it out of them here. We'll we'll kind of speed through a little bit of it here so that we we can uh because we're getting close to end time for this game. Of because I have a plus ten, I'm gonna roll real low. Yeah, that's how that works. 
Okay. Okay. So the uh, the 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 Goliath, um, who was the former guard there, been hit in the head a lot. Doesn't remember a whole lot from from his time with with uh, with Jean Dahl. Been hit in the head a lot. You can see a lot of the scarring on his face and stuff. Barely remembers uh, what happened the previous day. He was kind of a bust for you, uh, Julie. Though she does give you information. She says that um, uh, she she was happy with with Jean Dahl up for a long time, but he was obsessed with finding uh, somebody who was of higher stature than her. Um, she did reveal. She revealed to you that. He has a unique birthmark uh, that he is not is not visible. It's it's like on his like outer thigh, like close to his uh, his left um, butt cheek. Um, that only she would know because again she has been with this individual. Um, and this particular birthmark is prevalent, and it was very very much known that certain family members of a certain bloodline with the Z- Leta Drow clan have these birthmarks mm-hmm. um when pressed about it he would never he would always just say oh no it's just you know i have a you know it was an, it was an old injury or it was an old scar or something like that she has no proof of it she only has her word but that's what you would get from her okay. and Good i would enough. say i would say it would probably cost you another five coin to, to get that out of her yeah no worries yep. yeah with, with the 12 i would say it would cost you a little bit to get that out of her yeah okay Okay, uh, heading back with Mr. Buttons, uh, you go back to his abode. His abode is a trash can that he lives in. <laughs> um, he he has uh, like a, a old looking briefcase. He opens it up. He gives you uh, one document, and one document only is all he's been able to keep. And he's kept it for some time. Um, it's it's really wrinkled. It's it's partly faded. It's not in great condition. Um, but it does have um, details of about almost. 10,000 pieces of coin that were minted with the um, Zetleta clan's um, marking on them. Uh, they are gold coins, obviously, but they were not, again, standard ones that were used in Aridid. Okay. That are inside his, that are inside his personal vaults. All right, so can, I, uh, can I keep this? Yeah, yeah, right. with, which, with what you gave to Mr. Buttons, yeah, you, you can keep All this. Right. I'll also take a picture of it with the uh, camera to sure. Have, uh, sure, yeah. You, copy as well. Yeah, you take, you take a picture of it, easy enough. Okay, uh, let's say then uh, we will move to the next day. Uh, we'll get the group back together if everyone's good for that here, and that is uh, where we will kind of uh, see what you guys want to do, and then we'll end for the evening here. So um, the next morning comes less not the best sleep for you here sleeping outside underneath the stuff with the crowded with the crowded train station every hour a train goes by and you you wake up and you're like oh that was not nice um but um you guys are all rested you get your spells back you get your health slots back all that kind of stuff there uh we will be leveling up before next game so we'll move up to level 10 Yay. as you guys yes. as, as you guys gained a lot of experience in terms of lore of the world um uh, but you guys are back together. Where, where, where are you guys wanting to go? Uh, yeah, before we do any, anything, uh, I want to get that information I just obtained to Annette as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, easy um, enough. And then I'll, I'll have a hard copy of that one piece later for yeah. uh, Ray's or not Ray's. Uh, Les will tell the party about where those three people went uh, that he saw that seemed suspicious with a sword. Uh, so uh, they might check out where they went. That's interesting. I also saw a group of men in the 
with Winter's Winter's Mirror equipment. They seemed rather excited. Were they talking about getting things or uh, women or partying pretty much? It did seem as though they had recently come into a sizable amount of coin. That's what I got from them too. It might be the same people. Hmm. Interesting. Do you want to Regardless, do you know where they were headed? I saw what train they got on to where it was going. Hmm. It may be worth investigating. However, I vote that we start with the cathedral. Get a lay of the land. Sounds good to me. All right, Athena, are you good with that? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Les, do you know a Mr. Buttons? Sounds like a tabaxi kind of name, but I do not know all tabaxi, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That's what I was asking. <laughs> do you know uh, Jake the Snake Man? I do know Jake. <laughs> that's funny. He's got He's a good. pretty cool Pretty We're cool good friends. We went to high school together. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant Jake the Snake Man Jr. I do not know. I don't know Jake. No. See? Just the man. Um, <laughs> the other thing. I hate kids. The other Did thing. Do I for... get any information back from the uh, Yuan T people? Uh, we, uh, yes, but we were going to save that for the next start. Not, the next okay. Game. No start for the next game. <laughs> so um, I want, for, for Rolex, I, I want to make sure that he expresses all of the stuff that he's learned through through reading the book and the memory sparks there are no secrets with him he's just going yeah. to say everything and yeah. so you actually have a few people who are who've been like who are like hanging out around the train tracks who yeah. sit down next to you start to listen to what you're saying as well cool. <laughs> over, overnight so cool. you have a few few of the younger kids and somebody who are waiting for trains like listening to you as you're you know talking to us and telling them everything that's going on so when, when you're reading the book when the party's back together and this is the picture i got in my head i don't know what, yeah. plenty of star wars references on this one but um when uh, and forgive me for bringing up an Ewok reference for Star Wars. However, when C-3PO is telling the story of what's happened so far with the Ewoks and he's got all the, the sound, sound effects and the different voices and all that, that's what Rolex is trying to do. I decided to, for myself, roll a performance check and I got an eight. So it's probably not a particularly good performance, <laughs> but that's what he's he trying has, he to do. He has the voices, he has the effects. It's yeah. just all in the same tone. It's monotone, yeah. It's still <laughs> him trying to figure out inflection. <laughs> but it's it's still some of the most entertaining things that happened around this part of the train track. So you do have a few people who like, pass by who hear the the, the monotone voices yeah. in this warforge that's sitting down with a book um doing things so yeah you, you get a few people who, who kind of listen in a little bit here but Lilith would also let you guys know that he does know now a way to get into the underground city uh, yeah through his and, um, and i so would relate that that might bring up something with um Ophidian, who had actually looked at where the entrances were and tried to map them, the I description like that. that I have would probably yeah. match something that you had seen. Yeah. You, Good job, Rolex. I told you you were there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rolex, uh, you definitely uh, would go through there. The entrance that you are aware of is right on the outer edge of the um, estate. Uh, it's right on the border of the forest and where the estate ends. It's cool. There's like a little shaft that is built into some outcroppings, and that is where it led into. Um, currently, it's on the, the estate's property, but it's off towards the 
far corner where their property line kind of ends and the forest begins. So you would, again, definitely be able to tell that to Ophidian and Ophidian, you'd be able to put that together with what you have. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we will see, uh, we have two votes right now to go to the, um, I think the cathedral, um, is that where everyone wants to go and start to head to for next game? I don't, I don't know. Knowing that we can get into the city yeah, now. State, yeah, the state is my vote. Yeah. If, if now that we have a, an actual way to get into the city, uh, Raze is going to be like, yes, let's go. Okay. Let, let's see what's down there. Okay. These let's guys be careful, is, though. These guys are less as biggest lead to the underground people, the uh, darker side of everything. So he'll follow them still. Okay. All right. Rolex, you're good with that? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, then you guys, are, are you guys traveling first class, second class, or economy? Economy. <laughs> economy. If we go the way we did the first time, I think Ophidian sitting up front, uh, Les is sitting roof. on the roof. and <laughs> Ray's was running along the train tracks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm assuming Ophidian is, is going first class. Yeah, whatever gets me there faster. Well, I mean, they'll, they'll get you more there luxury. Same. They'll get you there same speed, but luxury. Is there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. So it's it's ten gold for a first class ticket. It is a single gold piece for a economy ticket. Uh, so however you guys want to go, you guys will get onto this train here. And next game, as you guys get onto the train, we will end for this particular one. And then uh, starting next game, we will jump into um, the underworld and uh, go from there. Very cool. Sweet. Excellent. Like it. All awesome. right. Cool. Thank you, Jason. Very all right. cool. Well, thank stuff. you, guys. So then we will get this one wrapped up and we can all say oh, bye. Bye bye. Later. See ya. Have a nice night. See ya. Here's my buddy. Brought to you by One Joe Young. <laughs> you can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Hey, Jason, I took extensive notes this time, so feel free to hey. skip me. Yeah, I will. I will. All right. Feel free to skip me. <laughs>